Hey, hey I'm going to do some responses today. Just talk about some stuff because I got I got to get a podcast in and I've been super busy. We're doing a compound here in Austin, getting my company back, fixing a lot of things that have been neglected and broken for various reasons that I won't really get into right now. But I still want to maintain a communicative relationship with you. I don't know if that's the right word, but I want to talk to you every so often, share some things that are on my mind. The newsletter is a good place to do that. But also I figure let's just talk about some stuff. Let's just open up some Twitter tabs because what I do is I save in the notes app. I have a notepad says respond to. Half the time I don't even remember what it was or I don't have notes about it. So I'm just going to open these links up and see where it takes me. Some of the stuff is older. This is April 18th and it's already May 5th. You have this tweet here from Megan O'Rourke, obviously a COVID grifter, someone who loves to talk about and fear monger to get attention. Blue check mark, no surprise there. But let's be clear about what is happening at this stage in the pandemic. We are giving up on public health and embracing the privatization of health in ways that serve the able and young and right of anyone vulnerable. Now, here's the thing. First of all, right off the get-go, health should be privatized. Anything that is public is distorted, is broken. Look at the Medicare in this country. Look at look at the joke of everything. Look at student loans, which is a result of government subsidizing and making for-profit college basically a monopoly, which is why the cost of tuition has been going since this, I think, 60s or 70s when they in, in, enacted this bill, has been going up literally tr- double and triple number. This, this for-profit college model wrapped in the blanket of we do good for society <laughs> is why young 19-year-olds take on $50,000 a year of debt for room and board education. They come out the other end and they can't pay off the loans because a lot of their woke BS they learn in school and the liberal nonsense doesn't actually apply to the real world. And then they're like, oh my God, I have all these student loans. It's crushing me. Somebody forgive it. It's just like, it's unbelievable. Now, of course, the government got involved, caused this in the first place, but people also have to take responsibility. Yes, these are two truisms. When the state gets involved, it makes it worse. Individuals should take care of their own health and life and their own financial decisions should be a burden on them to resolve, etc. And if you really have to file bankruptcy, you at least have that. Well, I guess student loans can't be bankrupted out, which is part of the distortion of the market that wouldn't exist if the government wasn't involved. If the government wasn't involved, banks wouldn't give loans to every 18-year-old that's walking around with drool hanging out of its mouth saying, I'm gonna go to college and party for four years and it's gonna cost 200 grand. Like there would be some discernment to who to give loans to. But because banks know, lenders know, that you can't just charge the debt and colleges know this as well. The cost of tuition has been going up and up and up. It is a gross, disgusting display of the market responding to government intervention. It's another form of inflation that every time the state gets involved in anything, anytime regulation gets involved in the free market, you create inflation, you create market distortions, you create disgusting displays of flawed incentives that make it so that young 18 and 19 year olds that take on a bunch of debt and then they get out and they wake up and they realize, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. They're the byproduct they're the ones that are going to pay the cost. Now, they should still take responsibility for what they did, but at the same time, the state shouldn't be involved in the process at all. That was on my mind. There's nothing to do with this, but this is just another example. The state should not have nothing to do with health, literally. They should have nothing to do with food, with nutrition, with school, with education. The only thing the state is supposed to do is to protect personal property rights. That's it. That's all it's supposed to do. And then everyone can go out and live whatever life they want. They can be healthy or unhealthy. I mean, look how unhealthy America is. And we have basically socialized healthcare at this point, which is very expensive and basically broken because it's trying to put Band-Aids on or give shots to and pills to, which props a big pharma, to already sick people. It's not about prevention. It's not about healthcare. It's about sick care. We all know this. And again, because the market is involved, there's no innovation. There's no free market forces to weed out the RAF. And you have massive, massive monopolies like big pharma and these other things that are highly regulated industries like last quarter, Pfizer, 25 billion 
like I think the profit was like six or seven billion on that. It might have even been 25 billion profit. It's just like unbelievable. And people still just like keep beating the drum of state this, state that, regulation this. Like, like you people literally don't understand that in every year that goes by, the more regulation, the more laws, the more this, the worse everything gets. And the closer we get to tyranny. Ministry of Truth, hello, anyone? In response to Elon buying Twitter? Like, <laughs> unbelievable, man. I'm not going to read this, but it's just more fear-mongering nonsense. And here's the thing about COVID. It's like, nobody's isolated. Nobody knows if it even exists. MNRA technology, which Moderna has been a privately funded and government funded company for 10 years, never brought a product to market. And until basically 2021 or two, whenever they came out with these vaccines, which they changed the definition for because NNRNA is gene therapy. It's not a vaccine, the traditional sense. It's just like unbelievable that they just like, Let's go to change the definition of it. And then people will just all lump into the same category. And because we've had vaccines for so long, it'll just kind of fit in there. And then it'll be another vaccine. Like the amount of blatant corruption there is from all these flawed, broken incentives, from all this removal of the free market, vaccine manufacturers literally aren't even liable if they kill people because the government has given them protection years ago. Pharmaceutical companies wouldn't even make vaccines and we would be better off for it. Deep dark rabbit hole, re-dissolving uh, re illusions if you want some more on that. But here's the reality. If you cannot think about something like a medical a medical treatment and you cannot think about it objectively because you were so politically charged and politically brainwashed to believe that vaccines are either end all good or end all bad. I mean, the reality is a lot like generally they are. They're just not good, not necessary, right? There might be some cases in certain parts of the world like Africa, uh, but even that, like from some of the data we've seen, like it doesn't do anything. It doesn't it causes more harm than good, right? But when you have lacking sanitation, when you have lacking food quality standards, right? When you have a lower standard of living because it's just dirtier and things are less put together as you have in developing countries, you know, maybe there's a, a case to be made for vaccines of certain specific based diseases. But in a developed country like America, we've literally seen that the induction of vaccines, look at the history of this, the introduction of vaccines that had some kind of high percentage of adoption in America case of deaths of these related diseases were actually going down before the introduction of vaccines. Guess what was going up around that time? Sanitation, improved standards for food and processing and transportation, refrigeration, freezing, all these new technologies that made it so that people were getting higher quality nutrition with less susceptibility to rot and disease and, and, and other things like that. Better sanitation, so you're not literally drinking sewage water. It's not flowing in the streets. You're not walking down the streets of New York and there's literally horse shit everywhere. Like people just, today, we have no idea how clean the world actually is and how much we benefit from that. And that was all going on thanks to innovation, technology, entrepreneurs, etc. Yet, people try to point to vaccine history and say that the vaccines did that. It's utterly preposterous when you actually look a little bit under the surface. It's insane. I wonder if this will even stay up. Probably not. This is a funny one. The moon, the moon is slowly moving away from Earth at a rate of about 1.5 inches a year. That actually is very startling because 1.5 inches is like a legit amount of space. I mean, that means 10 inches in a year. That means 100 inches. Was it a century? A century, 100 years? De decades, 10 centuries, 100 years? Like, that's substantial. And the thing about the sun is how it regulates night and day and things like that. Like, what kind of implications for plant life on Earth would happen if the sun, if the Earth uh, or the moon went away, right? Or it became too far away? Or like, would that change our orbital path? Like, there's so many things where we might be an inch this way or an inch that way to be in a basically worldwide ice age, right? Or like the majority of plant life on Earth dying off and then thus the majority of animal life. People just don't understand how fragile uh, the ecosystem is. Like, we're in this little sliver of Goldilocks zone 
in this amount of time, like this calendar on the cosmic calendar that allowed us to thrive in like a couple hundred thousand years of the evolution of Homo sapiens sapiens and other uh, sapiens to kind of dominate the food chain. Like people don't understand. They think, well, we're just here. We're meant to be here, whatever. But look at the dinosaurs. Look at all the other species that have died off. What you have is you have evolution happening in a certain climate and a certain environment with a certain amount of food and temperature and all these different things. And that is very precarious. And throughout the history of earth, these things have changed. They change all the time. Climate change is real, but whether it's man-made contributed to or not, that's the big debate. It's not whether the climate changes. The climate's always change. In fact, we're in a cooling period, yet the climate alarmists would have you believe that we're actually in a warming period or that we're going to burn up in 10 years or whatever. It's complete and utter nonsense. We're actually, there's some scientists that look at the data, like if we are contributing to climate warming, it might actually be a good thing because we might be slipping into another ice age right now. And if we did slip into another ice age right now, that would be very bad. We're talking about billions of humans basically just being wiped off the face of the earth. Again, reminder to challenge the narrative. It's almost always backwards. It's always flawed. It's always lacking in context and nuance. And the truth is somewhere in the middle usually, or in some cases when it comes to mainstream narratives, the truth is usually on the opposite side. I don't know why that is, but it is. And just like that, Elon proved the system is rigged. This is a good one. And as father of two well, th- and one on the way, 1983, you had 93,000 homeschoolers. In 2022, you have 5 million plus and growing, growing like crazy. And again, what happened? Well, the state has been infecting the education system for years. And what you get is you get monopolies, you get people that get in positions of power that are basically there for life or for a very long period of time, whether or not their schools do well or not, there's no market incentive. Like it's just a big corrupt shit show. And that's why my kids will never step foot on a public school, unless they're going to maybe visit for an event or something, but they're never ever going to be a part of the modern indoctrination system we call education in this country. I don't believe inflation is 8.5% and Biden's approval rating is 33%. I do believe inflation is 33% and Biden's approval rating is 8.5%. And that is awesome. Just like polarization and party line tribalism. This is Trump and this is about Trump and Biden or something or like something Trump did. And then it has nothing to do with Biden's approval rating and inflation. And yet people read this and they come up with this dumb post like this saying you don't get to have an opinion because you thought Trump this, Trump that. Like people are so utterly brainwashed and delusional when it comes to this type of shit. They don't even understand their own primal biology, their own psychology. And it's really sad. It's really reflective of the world we live in right now. And it's probably not gonna change anytime soon. But as a higher human, as a better human, as I consider myself, as someone that's aware, that's awake, that challenges everything that is able to critically think, I see this and I dislike. Part of me is like, you're an idiot. Part of me is like, that's sad. Part of me is like, I'm mad because you're an idiot. And then I'm kind of like resigned to it. Most people are idiots. It just is what it is. The majority of humans are idiots. Same time, I love the majority of humans and they're all, we're all capable of great compassion. We're also capable of great destructive murder, rape, pillage, and we're pretty much the most lethal species on planet earth. It just comes with the good. It's part of our species, it's part of nature. There are sides, there are extremes. And most of what we want to find is the Goldilocks zone or the golden mean as Aristotle said. We want to find what is right in the middle because that's usually where truth is. That's where usually where goodness is. That's usually where the most objective political idea or narrative is. It's not on the far left or far right, although tend to on the far rights when you have ideas around conservatism or around protecting personal property or around like constitution, things like that. Those tend to be much closer to the truth. And because the left has gone so batshit crazy to the left, so far left, so far insane basically, we've actually pulled the idea, the definition of what is in the middle 
into a territory that is actually not in the middle at all. It's actually way, 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 way far left. And it's insane. Like modern liberalism in America is just absolutely and utterly insane. How dare you tell people, women, what they can do or not do with their own body? How dare they? How dare they determine what they can do in the future? Um, okay, well, here, here's the thing. A woman gets to determine what she does with her body and with another body. That body happens to be inside her. But this is just, this is life. Until we start conceiving babies outside of the womb, this is nature as of right now. And someday we will probably birth babies outside of the womb. And I don't know if that's gonna be any healthier. Maybe eventually technology will solve that. But for now, if you have a child in your body, you have two lives you are responsible for. And to say that your life, because you're walking around talking, is more valuable than the life in your body is completely and utterly selfish, narcissistic, and preposterous. It's a violation of basic personal property rights that this country is founded on. It's founded on the right for everyone, including those that cannot protect themselves or defend themselves or speak to themselves, to be protected from an external threat or invader or a violation of their life, which is murder. That would be a violation of their property rights, which applies to not just women, but also unborn women and men and children, or you could say boys and girls, whatever, because there are two genders. I've said enough things in this video so that this is basically an experiment to see if this will even last on YouTube. I suspect it won't, but it was fun recording it. Get the Better Human newsletter. That can't be censored, of which I will always share truth and fact, regardless of how painful it may or may not be. Thebetterhuman.co. And I'll see you in the next one.